and everyone welcome to the gucci verse presents the after show the official after show product of the gucci verse the uh, greatest non official anything in the world in the planet of uh, gucci you know him <laughs> i am your host here lando Payne, but i'm here with a very fantastic group of guests we're going to be breaking down the boys this is season two episodes one through three and i had to get the greatest people ever that obviously love the most absurd show on the streams on the Amazon Primes, and I have Rachel Silvestrini. Hello, darling. Hello. I'm so excited for this. I'm so I love, excited. I love these motherfuckers. Yes, guys, we're going to be swearing. Just a oh, heads yeah. up. Oh, we're going to be swearing. We're going to be spoiling. <laughs> we're going to do everything to just kind of ruin your day. If you're uh, if you're totally uh, a snowflake out there in the world, we're just going to piss you off even more, you cunts. So who cares? And uh, I had to bring in, speaking of cunts, Jacob. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what an introduction that was, sir. Hey, how you doing, man? Welcome yeah. to I was going to actually open with, with that, and you stole it from me, so that was perfect, by the way. Oh, I was going to be how are you cunts doing today? Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for having me on the show. This is incredible. I uh, love the show. Can't, get wait, uh, can't wait to jump in. It. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know him. He's a uh, producer of the, of the channel. Uh, stepping up into a co-host role here, we have Chris Hall with the pixelated screen. <laughs> What's going on, Chris? Let's do this. Talk about the boys. It's an amazing yeah, show. Man. Can't wait. Oh, dude. Okay, so yeah, we're talking about the boys here. This is obviously we'll be talking about the episodes one through three. We just watched them either yesterday or today. Uh, if you're Jader, you watched it literally 30 minutes ago. And we're here to break it all down. This is going to be spoiler heavy. So if you haven't watched it, uh, I would say go watch it and then come back. But I want the view. So click that like button and subscribe and then come back and watch it. And uh, By the way, if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and do all that kind of good stuff. I don't want to waste too much time on that. But guys, uh, we just finished watching the boys. Rachel, I know you just finished watching season one. Yes. So if you could do me a favor, because <laughs> I know the recap happened in the first episode, but I'm not going to lie to you. There was a lot of shit that happened in the first season. Can you give us a quick breakdown, a quick <laughs> recap of what really happened in the first season to kind of catch us all up to date? For sure. So in the first episode, you basically get introduced to this world where uh, superheroes exist, but some of them are, in the words of Billy Butcher, cunts. Um, they're not exactly super. They're not exactly heroes. Um, they save people, but they also do it for their own goods. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so there, a bunch of people get murdered. Uh, the main uh, character's girlfriend literally gets liquefied as she's being run through by a superhero. Um, and then they come to find out that there is a chemical involved that is actually making these people superheroes. And uh, there's a whole lot of evil that goes down in this company. Um, uh, there's a, a rogue group called The Boys put together by Billy Butcher, whose wife once worked for the company Bot, uh, who created these, these superheroes, who has since gone missing. Um, and they are, he is actively- That's what she did? Yeah. I she had was, no idea. She was, she was there, she was in charge of Homelander's uh, digital like marketing. She oh, had wow. taken over his Twitter and then he went to talk to her and she met with him for three hours and then suddenly, Missing and uh, presumed dead. Uh, so it's it's a whole bunch of awful people doing awful things to each other. Uh, brutality abounds. Swearing abounds. If you are delicate, this is not the show for you. Um, 
Uh, and then the season, everybody just try keeps trying to track down who and what this chemical V is. Um, they find out that it's actually being injected into babies that makes super. So they had previously been saying that God had chosen these people to become superheroes when in actuality, it's a company and they're being manufactured. And then all of a sudden you find out that not only are they manufacturing superheroes, but someone is manufacturing supervillains. Um, you find out that it's actually Homelander who is supposed to be like the Captain America of the group. Uh, he's like the biggest superhero in the world. Uh, and you find out that because all of this stuff is going down that they need the villains in order to up his views and up his likability and increase his numbers. Um, so he is not a good man. You also find a lot of shit that goes on between him and his handler, which is so much fodder for a therapist, more than a lifetime's yes. worth. Um, yes. So weird. So, it's, it's so weird. Yeah. It's so just, weird. and you get to meet Starlight, who is this sweet Midwestern girl who is like, used to do the, like the Christian tours with all mm -hmm. of those superheroes. And it's just, it is a clusterfuck of ridiculousness and, awful yes compound v josh thank you i was like chemical v that's not right um chemical but X. yeah and you find then there's a train who's the fastest running or the fastest human alive and then you find out that he's juicing up like like it's steroids <laughs> and then and then season one ends with him having a heart attack because his heart has gotten too big and he's running too fast and he's you know taxing out his body and he has a heart attack trying to find uh, these these boys who are literally just causing so much shit in the world of superheroes. Um, and you yeah. come in and we, we start and season one was a clusterfuck, but you can't not yeah. love this world that Eric Kripke has created for us. Uh, the man just creates the most fantastic worlds for fans just to dive into and just feel at home and be fascinated by. There's so much mythos that you, you know, uh, it, that's there to explore. So uh, just guys, yeah, if, you need, so if you need to go back and watch it, but it's like, it's very yeah. succinct. It's 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 like eight episodes, eight yeah. hours, you're good to go. There was so much that happened. Um, and like kind of so where we pick up in, in the very beginning of this season, uh, like you're saying, A-Train is currently comatose right now. He's laying up in the bed. Uh, Huey and Starlight seem to be kind of, working together in cahoots kind of to try to figure out what's going on with this compound V, but no one knows about it. Where is Billy Butcher? Where is Carl Urban? What, what is going on with him? Cause he's not in the episode. That's probably why the amount of cuss words was down about 85% in the first episodes. Cause he was missing uh, Homelander. Homelander has a kid now, right? Has a kid with Billy Butcher's uh, wife, a strange wife, ex-wife. How does it work? Widow wife is well, she was, she was widow, remember? Widow, widow, right? she was, well, dead. Technically, yes. She, but, gravestone. she has a gravestone. Her family thinks she's dead. Yeah. No, no, no. They set up a gravestone and then he took a <laughs> sledgehammer to it in pure Billy oh, Butcher fashion right. and it was like, down. she's not dead and just turned it into rubble. And I was like, oh, her parents are going to be pissed. <laughs> that shit costs a lot of money. <laughs> Those but, things are expensive, man. But I, I want to talk about the opening scene because you finally got to see Snake Eyes Batman. You finally got to see Snack Home Snake Eyes Batman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> finally, doing his thing. Black Noir. Black Noir. Man. Black yeah, Noir. Yeah, yeah. Right? But he's exactly that. It's exactly what it is. He's Snake Eyes Batman. Snake Eyes Batman's out there doing his thing, 
going and 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 you don't really see too much of Snake Eyes Batman or I'm sorry Black Noir. Let me stop. Let me stop calling him that. Uh, Black Noir. You don't see too much of him, but you got to see him in the very opening scene, kind of on this covert mission, um, because the biggest kind of thing that happened at the end of last season was. Homelander and A-Train working together to unleash Compound B out there to create. I don't oh. want to get zapped in the eyes. Yeah. Super villains, super terrorists, super terrorists, <laughs> terrorist <laughs> super villains. Um, and they're and so these there's these super villains out there, and that's kind of the big premise of this whole season is the, the emergence of these super villains in this world. Uh what what is your kind of thought process when you think about that's kind of where they want to take it this season with the super villains jader i thought it was awesome to be honestly i'm a big big uh villain fan overall so uh i i saw one of the questions right now on the on the comments is uh what's who's your favorite um who's your favorite of the seven mine is actually homelander i think his arc is incredible i think he's such a dick um i love to hate him you know um yeah, for, for me, it's Homelander. So them doing this uh, from from off rip, like, you know, to get the ratings, because, you know, it's it's crazy. Like th this show really is what happens to, you know, the superheroes that we all love. You know, they're 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 assholes. He's like completely, you know, he's Captain Un-America. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and uh, for me, when when they started off with this, with uh, them basically throwing the, you know, the compound bees and then having like, you know, the, the super terror. Well, he, he remember, uh, he didn't like that. Uh, the, the whole crew, the whole uh, room, like the super group study. The group yeah, study. the group study. There you go. <laughs> um, but having having them do this, I thought was incredible because, you know, again, uh, being, you know, a comic book fan and all that, I wanted to see what 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 we were going to get, you know with with all that and again seeing them uh seeing uh what what was the when you see the surveillance video man because I, I was terrible with the names uh kimji right is that is that uh Kimiko. Kim, uh, no kamiko's the sister kamiko's the sister yeah 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 where you see him lift the boat and all that they're like what the hell is going on now when the boys are watching the surveillance and this is all just a plot from you know uh from homelander and them uh what's the uh man i suck at this right now the uh compound where they work not compound b but the uh what's the well, place called Vod. 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 yeah there you go uh all a plot from Vod. you're I the audience fought employee and Vod. yeah so <laughs> so for me for me uh opening the season with that with like we're gonna get some some villains in there i thought that was super cool and i love the opening with with black noir i thought that was fantastic too yeah, he he literally ripped, he he stretched yeah. the guy's mouth. Yeah. Oh man, that was like the Godzilla move. Or the the. the psh, I no, no. And I love and I love yeah, it really was when he like breathes the fire in there. Yeah. No, and I love how the uh, the uh, the terrorist or whatever, um, how once he there there like that standoff and he just kind of like explodes himself. I thought that was super super. I was like, oh, what the hell? I'm like, Black Noir's dead already. Like, what? The <laughs> and, and then all He's of a sudden, he just out. He's still standing there like a fucking G. And then the next scene is like a head, like decapitated yeah. him. I'm like, man, this is awesome, dude. And then he's like playing with the, the stuffed animal for the kid. Yeah, he's like, holding, hey, the, while he's holding the decapitated head of what I can only assume is his father. Yeah, the kid's some, just like, cool. Yeah. Turns around, sees the head of it, and he, the kid's just like, oh, crap. Like, I love that it was like the big super one from the last season. It's like, oh, this is gonna be a big bat now, and then you open with this season, and he just kills him like right away. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's, it was definitely a cool way to start it off, but then you kind of transition over a little bit and um like I said, this is a really cool show because it's kind of like what well, obviously we know it's the Justice League, but it's the truth, justice and really honestly the American way with capitalism. And at the head of this capitalistic corporation is the one and only Giancarlo Esposito. Um, and he makes <laughs> his triumphant entrance and he comes in and sons Homelander. Like he just straight up, like he, he, at one point he calls him the infants on the 99th floor. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, 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 you know, you know, what's crazy with, with Giancarlo Esposito that, you know, he's done so many great roles, but the one that always sticks is going to be breaking bad. Cause that, that, that his performance on, on that show was incredible. And now he has, as what I see are Gustavo isms. Cause uh-huh. he's just there staring at Homelander. Like I'm about to school you, dude. Like I'm going to let you, t- I'm going to let you finish, man. You know? And then you see him kind of like fix his suit, takes off the glasses. Right. And then he goes, boom, what's the history, you know? And he starts schooling him on the history, bro. Love that scene. Love that he's in this show, man. It's, it's I, I'm definitely stoked about it. And talking about that very specific scene, Rachel in there, he's talking about the history of Vought and, He's talking about how the scientists that created the compound V and uh, they used to work for Hitler. Yeah. Does I it mean, surprise you? No, because in actually, if you go back into American history, so many things that have been developed and discovered r- right at the end of World War II came from scientists that America gave amnesty to from, from the Nazis. Like... I mean, you watch uh, First Avenger and, you know, there's it, it covers a whole bunch of uh, this topic in all the Captain America movies. The fact that, like, we brought all of these, like, psychotic scientists over to the U.S. to work for us because, you know, we're the good guys. Um, and yeah. we're going to put their stuff to good use and, like, make the world a better place. It's like, no, bitch. Like, you guys are just wanting to, like, corner the market on evil. Um so that didn't really surprise me, but it was like a nice nod to actual facts and history that I love. Like mm-hmm. you find you find out in this in the one of these first few episodes that like this exists in a world where Lin Manuel Miranda and Hamilton <laughs> exist, and I'm like, <laughs> perfect. They're you know they're talking about like the 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 movie of the making of the Seven and like how uh, they want to get uh, translucent, like translucent is just going to be like a guy in a green suit. Um, and they're just going to edit him out. And they're like, I don't want to say anything, but Lin-Manuel Miranda wants to be the voice. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is – I was like, oh, my God. Are you trying to be Disney? Like, this is 100% a dig, and I'm here for it. Like, They took a shot at Disney. They took a few shots at Disney, and I was like, woo! I mean, to be fair, Amazon Amazon's the only thing that's got the balls to uh, to do that right now. Kind of going I don't know if I agree with Jader though in the fact that Homelander has a st- has a character arc. I don't think he does. I think he's just descending oh. into assholeness. Um, he's just like there's no redemptive quality about him other than the fact that at the end of the last episode, apparently he mo- like they found the baby of I can't even remember her name. Uh, the girl who was in, the woman who was in charge of Vought. Who like Madeline he burnt Stillwell. Madeline Stowe? Madeline Stowell. They found her baby like 17 miles away in somebody's front yard, so he was safe. But that was like legitimately the only good thing he's done in the entire series. 
And it didn't even happen in season one. It literally got told to you at the first episode of season two. Um, I think I think my favorite character is Black Noir, to be honest. Like he's like as he doesn't say anything. He just like listens to his music and like hangs out and like does his job. But then like eyes in the hall. Oh my god, when he when everybody when everybody finds out that, you know, the company's been using uh, Compound V to, like, create these these monsters, basically, that are, you know, dubbed as superheroes, you see him sitting on the floor outside of Madeline's office, like, crying watching this video. And then you see him, like, like we said in that first scene, like, playing with the, the toy with the kid. And he's, like, he's just kind of a good guy, and I'm here for it. But also, like, I think the most redemptive quality right now, and I... I I know Jer or uh, Lando, you and I have talked about this. It's the deep. I'm here for the deep's uh, character arc. Like oh, he's a tool and everything, but like he's definitely I'm, a tool. I, I kind of when his when his gills started singing to him, I was like, "Come here, little baby, rest your head on my bosom, and I will make everything okay." Like I want to get your hat off. Beautiful. Oh, so, so since since we're here, uh, oh. and by the way, Rachel, I was giving you a toss up to something earlier because uh, I before we get to the deep, when I was talking about that scene with the Nazis, um, I was going to give you a moment to talk about Soldier Boy. Mm. I was going to let you so. talk about Soldier Boy because they did reference someone out there. Uh, I guess the first Compound B superhero in Soldier Boy. I'll let you gush now. So. <laughs> I have a deep abiding love for Eric Kripke and Eric Kripke is very much like Adam Sandler, uh, where he, you know, he, he finds people, uh, <laughs> Oh my God. That's yeah. Boy, yeah. Oh. He finds, he, he gets these what? actors in his shows, uh, and he keeps them in and he loves working with them. So I'm so excited that next season soldier boy is actually going to be played by Jensen Eccles of supernatural fame, which is also, yeah. um, yeah, dude, these are, oh, I, that jawline, what the hell? That's not even okay. He's this like, guy. Yeah, Jen, yeah I'm, I'm so excited yeah. to see him play that because he's he, playing Dean Winchester. Is he pissing himself? Jesus That's Christ. what I know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's being himself. He's supposed to be kind of a coward. Um, And so I'm really excited to see this like flip because like Jensen's played Jared, or I'm sorry, Jensen has played uh, Dean Winchester, who's like this massive, like emotionally stunted badass that kills monsters and you know saves the world from apocalypses and now he's going to be coming in after playing that character 15 years he's coming in and playing a coward superhero um i'm also just excited to see him and uh and carl urban in a scene together like i just i need it for my soul um just to hear them both swear at each other um because it would just make me happy but it's going to be very interesting i can't wait to see him come in next season it's going to be uh i'm so excited yeah, Thank you. I, I had Thank you. I had no idea uh, about the comics. I've never read the comics. Um, I want to. I just haven't gotten around to it. I will uh, say, so don't I, read the comics. I will say, don't read the comics because I learned something about the comics that definitely has made me think about it every single time I watched an episode. Okay. Which I don't want. I don't want that to happen because it's kind of like, okay, so this is going to happen at some point, and. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it happened. It happens with with uh, Game of they happen with Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. uh, my best friend told me something that was supposed to happen and it never did, and I was always <laughs> waiting for it to happen and it never did, and I was so pissed off. Uh, but yeah, but um, I thought that was kind of just like a reference towards uh, Captain America with Soldier Boy and the Nazis and all that stuff, and I thought that's what it was. To be honest with you, now you're telling nope, me it's gonna, yeah. So they, they announced 
they announced uh, Dean Dean uh, Jensen before the season started. That yeah, he's been playing Soldier Boy. So they dropped that name, and I forgot about it until Rachel brought it up in the pre-show. But let's go ahead and transition over to what we want to talk about, which is you asked about your favorite member of the seven, and mine is the Deep, uh, <laughs> because he's totally totally fucked up. Uh, and when we find the Deep, obviously he 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 is. And listen, I don't like him because of what he did. I just think he's the only comedy that this show kind of has to offer at some points. Um, obviously, he did what he did last season, and he was a total ass fuck. No, no, but, no. Don't gloss over this. Do not he, gloss yeah. over this. Okay. No. In, the first, the me too. In, the, in the first episode, me he too. literally tells – They get a recruit from this sweet little Christian girl from the Midwest. She comes in. She gets – like, she auditions. She comes in. She's so sweet and beautiful and just tiny. And he literally is showing her their office at night on the 80 whatever 89th floor overlooking downtown uh new york mm -hmm. and she's like this is so amazing and the next thing you know his pants are down he's stroking it and being like you want to be part you of the seven do, and, then the next, <laughs> and then the next thing you know she's just vomiting into a toilet nothing ever gets addressed from her emotional like you know, she's like, oh, yeah, I had a crush on you. And he's like, well, you did have a crush on me. So, like, like a, like a lollipop, let's go. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. He's such a dick. He is a dick. No pun he intended. Is a, he is a dick. And she should have taken Stormland, uh, not Stormlander, uh, Stormfront. <laughs> Stormfront's idea and bit his dick off. Pippi Longstock. Pippi Longstock would have bit it. Fuck <laughs> yeah, she would have. Uh, but wait, when you find him, he's he's – Drunk in a bar, which, by the way, I thought it was very funny that for these kind of heroes, when they're drunk at a bar, normally the threat is get out or I'm going to call the police. The threat was get out or I'm calling I'm TMZ, like <laughs> which is like, fuck, uh, yeah. it's so much worse. But then he's yelling at kids at Cedar Point. <laughs> uh, I thought that was so funny, dude. He, I was having so funny. That was dying on top of the big like water park yeah. thing. Like, have you guys ever tried to trim the swimming in the marina trench? I'm like, <laughs> so what? Down there. I'm so alone. He was so alone. Like, like a 22 year old girl at a bar that just got dumped. It was amazing. He's going through a mental breakdown. He goes to jail, and then uh, fucking Green Arrow shows up. Uh, I'm sorry. The Are we ever gonna call them by their real by their show name? I don't know. Really DC and, and, and I don't. I, do, I don't see that guy ever returning. Honestly, since they the left Eagle. Ohio, and also fuck you for sending him to Ohio. Like, at least, Ohio. At least, like I love I love Sandusky, Ohio. Like it does have Cedar Point, and that thing is amazing. If you guys haven't gone after all of this stupidness with Corona is over, you need to fucking go. It's a rad ass uh, amusement park. But like. Dude, at least send him to Wisconsin. It's the land of a thousand lakes. Like he could just travel around and like go swim and be happy. Swim and all the Great Lakes are up there by Ohio. Yeah, but that's one giant lake. Like he can swim that in a day. Like let him go road trip in Wisconsin, guys. Like be nice. It's supposed to be a punishment. You you want to send him to somewhere where there's more lakes. It's supposed to be a punishment. Well, then send him to Utah. It was for the opening of the new water park. They're opening a new water park in Sandusky. That's why they sent him there. <laughs> so 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 the deep gets bailed out by the eagle and he's going through the church i guess the church is trying to rehab him chris when you was watching this what was going through your mind when uh he's going through this obvious rehabilitation program uh what were your thoughts 
I thought it was hilarious because it was like he kind of deserved it because after everything he did with Starlight, and then you just see him being brought down like completely to a whole nother level to where he's just going through like the worst mental breakthrough possible. And then the guy, the eagle, gives him like shrooms and he's just tripping out, watching his like gills talk to him by voice by Patton Oswald and start singing, You are so beautiful to me. And he keeps trying to get out of the room and they're just standing there like watching him just like happen. I was Jesus. dying laughing. That was the best. Dude, it was so sweet, though. Like, because, like, I get it, you know, as, you know, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of see the gills right there uh, on his ribcage. But, like, to be fair, those are those are some interesting looking body bod mods. Like, the, the, the people who did the special effects on this show, A+. Plus. Um, those girls look fantastic and creepy. And also, like, when he gets to Ohio and then he gets that girl and brings her back to the hotel and they're, like, making out and she, like, gets real excited that he doesn't look like a normal human being and then just, like, <clears throat> drives her fingers into his gills. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She literally is like, yeah, you like me fingering your gills? I'm like, It was so cringy. Jesus, like, I was like, dude, I, 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 I believe in punishment for sex offenders and yes. all of that, but like, it yeah, it is. It, it's, um, Susan. it's Susan. It's Susan. Susan. But like, I, like, I agree in punishment for sex offenders and stuff like that, and I think that you know, I, we all make mistakes and everything. But at that point, I was like, I just, I felt bad for him because I was like, that's awful. That is the worst thing I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> and like, they had people getting torn apart in like. Like I don't care. That was the worst thing I've saw I've seen on this show. I mean, yeah, really? and that's kind of what I wanted to, to to talk about is they they did this really weird thing this season where you're watching the deep and he's going through therapy and he's getting drugged up on shrooms and they're outside of the room like let this happen, bro. You gotta let this happen. Pat Oswald shows up. By the way, shout out to the fucking man Pat Oswald. Yeah, absolutely. who somehow makes his appearance. And all like what Rachel was saying, we, we were talking. We were talking before the show, before we aired. Uh, he makes his sh uh, debuts in all of the weirdest comic book shows ever. <laughs> and so when his gills opened up and started talking, it only made sense that the gills are voiced by Patton Oswalt. Absolutely, I'm trying I mean, to tell him to love himself and his body. <laughs> <laughs> Love yourself, man. It's such a great message, and coming from him, it's so sweet. Like you just, you just, you just want to hear that. Like I want my inner monologue to be Patton Oswald. Like I want, I want that voice. Like if I ever do shrooms, I want to hear Patton Oswald's voice. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I hated this part, and really? you guys talking about it like are making me like go back and be like, they're absolutely right. That was pretty good. <laughs> That, that was his turning point. That yeah, was his turning it, it point really as a was, character. Really no, no, no. Absolutely, I agree with you. And it's, it's, it's. Um, at first, I was like, "What the hell's going on, man?" It was just <laughs> he says it himself. He's like, "Yo, this is weird. Like, leave me alone. Like, fuck." But then when he starts shrooming, and then the the gills start singing to him, uh, "You are so beautiful." I was like, "What the fuck am I watching, man? Like, this is getting <laughs> weird." Yeah, but yeah. It, it was a turning point, absolutely, because uh, we'll jump to what happens, the scene that happens afterwards. But. Yeah, we, because it, it all leads back to the therapist, uh, Susan, I guess, um, yeah. from Friends. When he drew himself, he drew a picture yeah. of himself, and he left the gills out of it. And yeah. she's like, you're not being honest with yourself about who <laughs> you are. And then that's when the gills just are, are like, dude, you know, 
you gotta love your body. You know? love us, man. Yeah. Which I never thought that you would get out of the boys. One, uh, a respect and love your body. You know, PSA. Yeah. And from then, a man. From, from a, a man, man who last season committed the biggest Me Too movement move of all time, like. In episode one. In episode yeah. one. That's how we started. Ten minutes in. That's how we started this show. And he's like, I'm ugly. He's like, no, you're not on the inside. And oh. <laughs> I was like, baby. the music. Let me hug you. Oh, man. That, that shit was so amazing. And then you start to see, uh, you know, it's all about getting him back into the seven because that's also where he wants to be. Uh, but we, I want to transition a little bit back over to, to the main stuff at hand. Carl Urban. Billy Butcher is missing. He's missing this episode, and he's missing once he found out that Homelander has the kid. Uh, who, by the way, I guess we can't we can't ignore this. Homelander has is making trips over to what's her name? Rebecca is that her name? Becca. Yeah, Rebecca. Yeah. Rebecca. Oh, Rebecca's yeah, house, hanging out with Homelander Junior. Homelander Junior. Junior, and uh, they're doing lots of crazy stuff at the house. Uh, he won't leave. <laughs> he won't I mean, leave. How do you kick a superhero out of your house who can literally like laser you a in half? A psychotic one at that. A psychotic yeah. one. At this a, shit. A, a guy who doesn't take no for an answer and doesn't acknowledge that that word exists when it applies to him. Like he does this Jesus. when he's sad. He does this when he is scolded because this just happened when Giancarlo, because I don't know his name of the, the show. Uh, he's, when, uh, when Gus, when Gus Stan, friend. Stan Edgar. Stan Edgar. Stan Edgar. When Stan Edgar told him like, you ain't shit. <laughs> get out of here. He does what he does best because it's very reminiscent to last season where every time he felt bad, he went to still well, whether it was at the barn or whatever it was. He does this thing where he goes away when he's feeling a little bit of sad. That fragile male ego starts to show a little bit and he it's fucking escapes. And this is what he's doing here. And this time he's bringing into, he's bringing his son that doesn't even fucking know him. In, into the the situation. Well, there's a few things that I want to talk about with uh, little Homelander Jr. and Becca. Like in the very beginning, throughout season one, it was told to us that Becca was raped by Homelander, and then we find out towards the end that she got pregnant, and they told us that she died. And the season one ends with us finding out that not only is she alive, the kid's alive, and is now like has superpowers because like we see his eyes glow Jeez, red. Just, yeah. just like daddy. Um, mm -hmm. And so, but then they started um, kind of playing with, well, does you know, he, does he I, no, no, it was, I'm not, I'm not talking about his powers. I'm, I'm actually wondering whether or not they did this on purpose. Cause, or if it's just my brain doing this, but like at one point it was almost kind of, I, I kind of thought that it was one of those things that like maybe maybe Billy and Becca were trying to have kids and they couldn't have kids. Cause let's be honest, those two were getting it on like rabbits and I'm all about it. Um, but like maybe they couldn't have kids and she tried to have a kid with Homelander because maybe somehow Billy was shooting blanks or something. And so she was like, well, I like, we want a kid. So I'm going to go see if I can go fuck Homelander to get a kid. But then like, I didn't know if that if they were playing with that possibility on purpose or if I was just kind of 
forming that in my mind. But now I, you know, she she despises him. And I have to I have to disagree with Josh. Um, he didn't throw him off the roof. He pushed him. There's a difference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, I I was like, well, I mean, they showed they showed that scene in like the preview for season three or for season two of just like the kid just falling off the roof, and I was like, well. He pushed him like that's a dick move, um, but I get it. You're like, yeah, no, stress makes you like when you come under stress. Like if we've learned anything from Deadpool, it's that superpowers come about when we are super stressed out. So I get it. Fight or flight, your your powers develop, and we see that they actually do because Homelander starts to grab Becca and like demands like to hang out with his son basically, and the kid ha is having none of it. Tells him to get the fuck out and pushes Homelander. To the point where he lands up on his ass in the front yard and his eyes are glowing red and i'm like yes right. i was like just cut him in half now just save us all the anxiety no, I, I thought that scene was super dope love but it, like, love it, love it. but like i think that a lot of uh what you were saying about how home, when Homelander goes, you know, uh, when he gets reprimanded and he has to like go seek solace from somebody, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we find out in season one that he was raised literally in a lab, very clinically. There was no, um, there was no ma uh, maternal uh, presence. It was just, you know, men in lab coats and like very sterile walls. And he had his blankie, which we see him freak out about when they're doing that, like get to know your superhero show. Yeah. And he like, is like, who the fuck put this blanket in? And then we see him like as a toddler, a very cute little boy in this like super sterile room playing hide and or playing peekaboo with the scientist through like a very small window in his room. It's it's heartbreaking to watch. So I get that like he's trying to seek out this family that he never had, but like that man is so emotionally busted. Yeah. Woof. Super mommy issues, dude. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I kind of Part of me still thinks that 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 kid could be Billy's, um, no. because remember, I, I it's just it's just part of me. I don't know because again, the, the heroes are made. They're not. They're you're not born with them. So I don't know if she maybe uh, injected him with Compound B. I feel like that'd be a, a, a crazy twist. It's just part of me that feels that way because when I was reading on it, his name is Ryan Butcher. So I don't know if she just changed his name for what for for if you look on on online the kid the actors called ryan butcher so well i mean they were married yeah, yeah she was yeah. still married to him and like you know um that makes all the sense i mean to be fair it really should be something like johnson because she was trying to hide out and let's be honest in a digital age like of course billy's gonna try and track her down so if, like if he does a search for becca like becca butcher it's gonna pop up <laughs> You know, like yeah, that's yeah. not well, a common why, why, why name the kid butcher is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I have a question. Like, I have a question because yeah. I was very confused about something. So after uh, Homelander pushes the kid off of the roof um, and Becca takes the kid to piano lessons, she drives ferociously away. I thought she was trying to escape. Oh, no. So she drives and there's a big wall to where she can't. Is it is okay. is it keeping her out or is it keeping yeah. her in? I don't think it's, it's keeping her out. in. It's keeping her in. It's out. That's where that guy lives. The doctor guy. That's his like perimeter, like barrier. Okay. Wall yeah, that's his. That's his compound. his compound. I thought. Yeah. I thought they had set up a city around her. The you way my mind was working was <laughs> they created a city of like thirteen people to keep her in there. 
so that she can't leave. No. Because it yeah, was obviously totally, totally no, it was they a far drive. No, because it was obviously okay. a far drive too. Because when she was talking to that guy, he was like, "You better get back," because the piano lesson's almost over, and it's like an hour piano lesson, and she just got to that guy's house. So like an thirty. Thought seems like they could pull this off. I'm I mean, they, they they could, but I don't think that that's the case. I think that you know, I think that the scientist is literally just like living in a compound that yeah. they kept her. They moved her to that city to keep her nearby, just in case, like just to keep an eye on uh, on you know Homelander Junior. But I do, I didn't, Jader. I honestly didn't even think that she would have possibly been the one to 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 jack up her kid with Compound V. That's a really interesting idea because, I like. Where my mind went, I'm like, is it? And I'm like, would she inject him with it to, to, to maybe protect herself from Homelander if she got scared? That's but, where my mind started going. Yeah. But also, but also, uh, no, because it's definitely it's definitely his kid because of the timeline. Because she, they said that she gave birth like because the kid was developing super fast, kind of like the Umbrella right, Academy. Right, like, right, you, right, like right, the women right. like woke up one day and like weren't pregnant, and then by the noon they like had given birth. I, so I like Umbrella Academy. I get shit for it all the time. It's fantastic. Give it a watch. I, I, yeah, um, but like, I think I, I, I'm very convinced that it's, it's definitely Homelanders because like the red glowing eyes and like the power, like it's just too similar to his to like not be his kid. It also looks just fucking like him. Um, so it's just, I, yeah, I mean, it would be very interesting if that was Billy's kid, but they used like Homelanders blood mixed with compound V to like create a child for her. Like if that's what they were doing for three hours in that room, instead of him possibly raping her, like that is a fucking twist and I am here for it. Yeah. That's why I, I mean, speculation is half of the fun of, you know, what we're, yeah, it, it totally is. And thinking about yeah. how this kid is going to play out because obviously they brought up his powers for a reason. It's going to play out in some perspective in some way. So that's definitely something to try to think, uh, to try to think about moving forward. Uh, I did skip over something and I'm, and, I, and I'm, and I'm very upset that I did. We were talking about Homelander and his relationship to Stillwell. No, and obviously, she uh, he he is mourning, he is mourning in uh, his own way. Jader, what was your thought about that scene where he is in the office? Walk us through a little bit. You you know what I'm talking about? No, refresh my so memory. He's so he's in like... the office. He's in Stillwell's office. This is before they bring back old girl who was fired, and he's uh checking things out. And he opens up a fridge. And he has the baby milk. And there's the baby milk. And, uh... Stop! Yeah, yeah. There's a moment. A very <laughs> sensual moment. Oh, first of all, he does heat it up, which gives he you... He does like, heat it up. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It makes you wonder whether or not... Because, like, we don't God, know where... So we don't know what happened to the kid after the end of season one. We just know that, like... We Billy know he tricked, didn't die in the explosion. All yeah. we no, we don't know that. We just know that Billy set off the explosion, and ev like that's it. And then they woke up. He doesn't know any. We don't know anything what happened to the kid until like ten minutes after that, when we find out that the kid was found like seventeen right, miles yeah, away. Yeah, right. Okay, I thought you meant but, now. Like, like, I, mean, yeah, I, was, I, I just no, wanted I, to just, I just stop wanted, it, bro. Stop I just it. wanted to. <laughs> But like, but like when he does that and he starts heating up the milk with his laser vision, I'm like, oh god. Who gave him permission to care for a child when he is so damaged? And then he, I'm like, I'm like, please don't tell me he's in charge of the kid. And then he starts tonguing the bottle, I mean, like, 
lapping it uh. up and then and then he starts chugging it and the look on ashley's face when she walks in like i don't i want to know what at what angle it was because like from the way that they shot it with him head on and she's in the background it didn't look like she could see what he was drinking but i, I want to know she but could her, but her face is like her face said it all her face, her face yeah. was exactly what mine was like just like disgust and horror and it was it was just oh man homelander yeah, no, needs I, like I, a I think huge it, hug. Man, it was a, it was another cringe moment as soon as i'm like what are you talking and then I, when you said i was like oh my god i was watching i was like what the fuck dude it's it, he's so fucked up and again that's one of the reasons why i actually do love him because he's such a <laughs> But he doesn't have an arc. I know, but he's watch, man. He's like he again, like you know, even watching the first episode, um, going back to season one, when you're watching the episode, the first episode, you're like, is he good? Is he bad? Like, what's going on? And then it wasn't until like I think like episode three with the whole airplane scene where you're like, oh no, this guy's a fucking asshole. Like, yeah, what the fuck? And yeah, I've always found the scenes with him and Elizabeth's shoes so weird. You know, and I, I don't like that. I mean, I, if you didn't find them weird, I would be very, very worried for you because Elizabeth Shue does play Madeline Stillwell, and she, they have a very mommy, baby, sexual type of relationship to the point where when he, like, like we, stop it! It's so <laughs> gross! But, like, 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 uh, like you guys were saying that, like, you know, when he was, like, you know, getting reprimanded and things weren't going his way, he would go and seek her out because she was like a maternal figure because she was also his day-to-day -day handler, which has a lot of issues involved already. But she would, you know, like he would come and like they would sit on the couch and he would lay down and put his like, head yeah. in her lap and she would just stroke his hair. Like you do a child to comfort them. And then at one point she unbuttons her blouse and shoves her fingers in his mouth and he starts sucking them. It is awful and weird. And then at the very, the last episode, she tells her, about like, cause the whole thing is that they're trying to get the superheroes into the military and they're trying to fight Congress and the Senate for that. Um, and so all of a sudden, like all of this shit starts coming out about what Vought is doing. And wouldn't you know, very time management wonderfully, uh, there's a supervillain in the Middle East that happens. Oh no, the army and the Marines can't fight it because it's a supervillain. Guess who you need to come fight? You need these superheroes yeah. to come fight. And so it it puts you know it changes Congress's mind. They have to vote them in at this point because it's like, well, we're literally backs against the wall. And so when Holander tells uh, Madeline that he, because everybody thinks up till that point that Madeline's the one who's manu like that's pulling the strings behind the, the scenes and like making all of these supervillains. And then you find out that it's actually Holander, and he tells her she turns around, gets this seductive smile on her face grabs his hand drags him back to her office fucks him he comes 20 seconds later starts crying and apologizing and then he ends up with his head in her lap with her stro stroking his head calling him a good boy which then in turn leads to a whole bunch of other issues when in this, this shit, yeah. but then but then he calls his own son a good boy and i'm like no we are not going there with that kid like i, I am all for becca shanking you at this exact moment for that Oh my god! It's yes. so, there's so many issues, guys. So many issues. I you think write, Larry, you write it. Larry, I think you're muted, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Speaking of mother's milk, <laughs> speaking of mother's milk, 
Uh, that was my transition with my picture. The segue was. Mm, I, one, I well, hate how good and appropriate that is. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week. Uh, speaking of Mother's Milk, we already transitioned back to the boys and themselves because we have to talk about their, their plan. And so uh, Huey is the de facto leader now, I guess, or he's trying to step into that role of the boys and Mother's Milk and, and uh, what's his name? PD? Frenchie. Uh, Frenchie. 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 Frenchie's my favorite. Kind of... From the boys, he's my favorite. I mean, Butcher is a given, but like I love Frenchie so much. He's such a great, great character. He really oh, is. Yeah. They're kind of apprehensive about uh about Huey trying to take over and, and try to create this plan, mainly because Huey hasn't been telling them what he's been doing and, and his relationship with Starlight and how that's continuing to go and how they have a plan to kind of get the compound V out to the media. To the media and uh you know, the team isn't so happy about it, and they try to go rescue Kimiko's brother because that is the super terrorist, the super villain that has infiltrated uh, the states, and it kind of unravels from there. Uh, Chris, what was what was, what was was in your mind whenever they were doing their mission to uh, retrieve Kimiko's brother uh, and, and seeing how that transpired from there? Well, I thought it was crazy because we didn't know it was Kimiko's brother at first. We just saw like the guy come off the boat and he throws the boat after surveillance video they see, and then they're like chasing him down. And then like Kimiko keeps trying to tell Frenchie that it's her brother. Like she's writing boy, girl on a piece of paper, and they don't get it. And then they go into like a party city or something like that, and then they track him down. And then like Huey pushes them over, and they like run away together. And you find out, oh, it's her brother. And like they're they're running after each other, and crazy shit happens. And then. It goes from there, and the whole seven comes after him. But I thought it was, I thought it was a great scene where they're chasing, chasing him down and stuff. It was fun. Yeah, and and in my in my mind, I was thinking, man, maybe they have a new member of the boys with the brother, and right. it starts to, like I said, the, the the situation gets a little bit stickier with in two in two assets in two avenues. One, A train comes back. Good old A-Train makes his reappearance. He's back from his coma. This happens in, I believe, episode two, where he wakens back up and he uh, crashes the party a little bit when Starlight is starting to get the compound V. She got she gets the compound V from Arm Fall Off Boy. Gecko. Um, Gecko, man. Gecko. Gecko. Hey, let me tell you, we got we to gotta <laughs> touch on that, man, because that was... <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Gecko, man. Do, do we have to... <laughs> Do it, Jader. Side hustle, SNM prostitute thing going on. Gay, bro, that was bizarre. What the hell is this guy doing? He goes, oh, for a grand, I'll let you chop my dick off. What the fuck? Let's no, that, to cut off his limbs. That yeah. wasn't the that wasn't the what the fuck part. The what the fuck part was the guy going, "Where's the closest ATM?" Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. He's just like, all right. <laughs> He was game for it. He was out. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no, a little, a little quick touch on Gecko, man. I, I, I you got to give you, you know, he needs. His, I, I uh, got you. I, there's, so much, there's, there's so much. There's so much. There's so much. It was. There was. And quick, like before we dive in, a quick shout out to uh, Mother uh, Mother Milk's uh, shirts because he was repping uh -huh. her all day. Wu Tang, Public uh, Enemy, production, Public Enemy, man. I was like, every single episode, I'm like, this is dope. I hope they continue it. I hope he just keeps uh, wearing hip hop shirts. So shout out to that. I thought that was really dope. <laughs> Uh, because yeah, Mother's Milk is my favorite member of the boys. Yes. He's my favorite member of the boys, especially when he's like, listen, bro, I don't want to fuck you up. All I want to do is go build this bubble, <laughs> bubble gum uh, 
Just gonna become dumb. Because if you're gonna be the reason why I don't build this shit, then I'm gonna fuck you. All of this build a dollhouse, bro. That's all I'm trying to do, man. I'm just trying to build a fucking dollhouse. (laughs) See, I I love mothers. I love mother's milk, and he is like such a great like story. Stop it! He has such a great storyline. Yeah. Like he has that like secret daughter that nobody knows about. Like he and Frenchie and Butcher have been friends for what you can only assume is like years, and they know just about everything about each other. And the fact that those two guys didn't know that he had a daughter just like speaks volumes about how dangerous it is in this world to like have people know like your deep dark secrets. Um, but I think Frenchie's my fit. I mean, obviously Billy is just like near and dear to my heart. Like I just want to have all of the whiskey with Billy, but like, I think Frenchie's story is just so sweet and so beautiful. Although they did kind of let just, there was that girl that was with him in season one that was like constantly at like their little pieta tears. Um, and then she just kind of disappeared. Like we never saw her die. She just like stopped being a character. And then we ended up with Frenchie, like having like this really beautiful, like budding, I don't know, relationship, friendship, uh, romantic thing with Kimiko, which was really sweet. Like he's the only one to really like, like he sees her and he sees a lot of himself in her. And so he like just takes her under his wing. It's very adorable. And like, I love their relationship going forward. And Frenchie's a fucking badass. Like, He's the first one that we meet um, other than Billy in the boys. And then they go and, you know, they have, uh, what's his face? Uh, Translucent. And they shove like a, they, they figure they, they figure out that they can kill him by going in through the inside while watching a nature documentary about turtles. And then they blow him up. Like, shove that right up his ass. Well, no, friend, they, uh, Mother's Milk didn't want to work with Frenchie. Well, no, yeah, they yeah, hate yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 didn't wanna, he didn't want to work with Frenchie. Mother's Milk didn't want to work with Butcher. Nobody wanted to work with Butcher. And then uh, Frenchie had beef with Mother's Milk. It was it, it, like, well, nobody, nobody wants to work with Butcher because he just like, he's just psychotic. And I love him for that. But like yeah. the different, I, I love, I love how different uh, Frenchie and Mother's Milk are because Mother's Milk is very like, this is the plan. We're sticking to it, whatever. And Frenchie's like, no, dude, shit fucking pops up. You know, whenever we have an, uh, whenever we're going out on assignment, like you have to adapt, like you have to look out for each other. And he looks out for Kamiko more than anybody else and like kind of makes her a priority, which I think is going to be a really big deal for them because Kamiko is a badass. She is a badass. And I'm glad that we brought this up because I want to get to what ultimately happens in episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 And here's what ultimately happens. Uh, so, like I said, Rachel, I hate calling female bitches, but this bitch. Oh, this, <laughs> hold on, let me. This, this, this bitch. This bitch. <laughs> oh my it. god! I will say it if you don't like this. This oh. bleeding fucking racist cunt. Holy <laughs> shit! But we didn't, we didn't know that until like episode three. You get me? Like one right, and two, right. man. Yeah. I'm digging the vibe. This is dope. I think she's gonna go toe to toe with Homelander. Like like she's episode three. Episode three opens up. The guys are on the yacht. They're on the boat, and I cannot wait to see what goes on because I've been seeing the trailers, and I'm like, I know how this ends. I know how this ends. And so they're on the boat. They got the brother on the boat, and they're trying to do the drop off because the drop off is important because if Billy Butcher can drop off. Uh, Kimiko's brother, he'll be able to find 
Becca. So it's very, very important that this happens. Not and only that, but mother's milk gets to make sure like mother's milk gets to go to his kid. Like right. he gets to find out where his wife and kid are. I exactly. Lied about that though. And, and when they're on yeah. the boat, well, hold on. When they're on the boat, that's when the news is broken out that Huey and Starlight's plan worked. Worked. They got the plant. They, they got the compound V to the media. It took off. It took off. And Giancarlo is sitting there for like that one time in Breaking Bad where he's like, oh, shit, the plan did not work out. Yeah. Stocks are dropping. But he's still cool, comic, he's cool, comic, so collective. He's so cool about it, which is terrifying. He's so cool, cool, comic, collective, as Gucci says. And he's figuring out the plan because the stocks are dropping. The stocks end up being frozen. They won't allow trading anymore. And Huey and Mother's Milk share a moment on the boat. They're hugging. Frenchie comes up, kisses him. They're like, holy so shit, hot. bro, you fucking did it. <laughs> and, and, and Carl Urban's like, this shit don't matter. It, it's still just like this shit don't matter. We still gotta fucking do the drop off. And then uh, there's a scene that happens with Frenchie and Kimiko's brother with the I don't know if it was Red Bull or whatever it was. And the it, was, it, was it was a whole, it was a Homelander whole drink. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, Frenchie, come on now. Okay, one who tied up Kimiko's brother's hands and left the one slot open for the finger to be out. <laughs> Word. Word. Like, okay. Uh, so he escapes. Ultimately, NYPD shows up. Helicopter, helicopters brought down from Kimiko's brother. They have to leave. They're they're running away. And uh, the deep back from therapy, back from Ohio, back from Ohio, <laughs> makes his return and a conquest to be a part of the team seven of of the seven. He's there, ready to do a thing, doing the yes, squats, doing the squats, Chris. You gotta do some squats, bro. Look you gotta that. do the squats because I can tell you that you're on your way to be the deep. Oh, uh, can we talk about this scene with the whale? Gills and all. Why? Why? That poor was Lucy. Lucy. Was poor Lucy. Poor Lucy. <laughs> I if, love when he was like, "Oh, that was Lucy." <laughs> if you're in the chat, can we get a can we get a RIP Lucy in the chat? It's RIP to Lucy. Dude. So devastating. She didn't deserve that. Like, of all of the collateral damage in this show, which is a fuck ton, the lot. only part where I was just like, dude, these guys are not nice, was when Lucy died. Lucy, well, the That's the second time. Lucy yeah. the poor sperm whale. That's the second time the Deep has got yeah, a fucking sea creature one. brutally murdered. <laughs> just like, <laughs> The first time in, in season one with that dolphin, the horny yeah. dolphin, Oh my god! First of all, that death—I legit couldn't. I had to. I had to press pause. So the deep is is supposed to be a sponsor. He's supposed to be like a spokesperson for this like Sea World type of uh, amusement park, whatever. And he's like having all these issues, being like, "No, do they treat their animals like shit? Like, can't we do like a let's let's make their lives better campaign?" And they're like, "No." So he literally uses his status, breaks into the place, steals a dolphin in a van, has so it in like that hanging thing, and then he's that dolphin was fucking horny. Um, yeah, he was. And then, which makes sense. Dolphins are the horniest creatures on the planet. It's true. But then he's yeah. like in his escape to like go to the ocean and free this dolphin. He slams on his brakes. The dolphin flies through the windshield, lands on the asphalt in front of them, and he's like, "Oh, I should probably go get it." And then all of a sudden. This semi truck just runs over it, and I yep. had to pause 
the episode because that I was, was legit crying laughing <laughs> and like had to leave my room, went so out funny. into the living room and like Brandon and Alex are out there and I'm like, dude, the, the fucking dolphin just got hit by a truck. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you've got to watch the show. It is bad shit. It's amazing. That is so, guys. So, so the, so Lucy is uh, impaled by the boat on their getaway. Uh, they're crawling out. Jesus. They're crawling out. They're crawling out. And, and, uh, that's when I have my favorite. That's when, honestly, one of my favorite moments takes place where, uh, Butcher is like, hey, bro, let's go to Huey, who's like, you know what, man? I'm gonna just chill. This is my life now. <laughs> like, you know, I'm gonna just chill for a moment. I'm good. I'm it's good. Like, give me a moment. Uh, he's, he's just, he's just Luke and his tauntaun, just like, this is where I live now. Butcher's like, let's go. Huey says, I'm straight. And mother's milk goes back in. And he just doesn't say shit to him. He's like, yo, what's up, kid? And he sits down. He's like, you know they're going to find us. And mother folks like, yeah, probably. He's like, I'm not going if you're not. At, He's at, like, I'm if right you're here. not going, I'm not going. <laughs> and that kind of what is your thing about Frenchie, where Frenchie, there's a humanity. You can see the humanity start to build with the boys. And you can see that Mother Smoke is really starting to take to Huey. Yeah. He doesn't agree with them. Because remember, he wanted to fucking pop him in the first episode. He doesn't, he doesn't agree with them. But you can tell that he knows this kid is – he has a good heart, man. He has a good place. And I'm not going to let this guy be left alone, whereas Butcher would have. Butcher would have left him. Yeah, so they, so I'm glad I'm glad for that. Anyone want to talk about the whale scene anymore or we want to kind of get I, to – I love when they were oh. sitting in there you could see the heart. Like the heart was like beating. Oh, my God. It was whale. so beautiful. Alive. Like he was just sitting in there. You could see the heart like beating. Yeah. It was it was a stunning shot. Like good on their VFX for that. Um, but I do I do think that that kind of put drove the final nail into the coffin of my belief of the fact that Mother's Milk was military at some point because of the way that he addresses all of their missions and how he's very like this is what we do. There's no deviating. And then he's very no man left behind with Huey. And I'm like, oh, he was definitely like a Marine or something. The way he handles the weapons, like you can be you can be familiar with weapons and handle them well. And then there's also the way that military handles weapons. And it's very different from civilians, no matter how familiar you are with them. Um, and he's de I think he's definitely like ex-military at some point, whether it's Black Ops or or Marines. And it'll come out um, probably at some point um, I'm sure as, as a uh, story device but i do i do love the fact that he's like you're seeing more of his humanity come out and like we you do need billy to be that kind of you know mission focused asshole because as they run into the storm drains huey breaks down and just like he snaps and he just kind of stops and like leans against the wall and frenchie has to go back and be like all right one foot in front of the other move your feet move your feet we're moving and then they run into the seven who are after them and oh, yeah. uh, and I love I love that you know the deep is so excited to be there and also just they come across him just like mourning Lucy <laughs> and they're like you just see the disgust and disdain yeah, in like, Homelander's <laughs> eyes. Are you, dude? He's like it's Lucy and he's like oh my yeah, god yeah, this bitch. Yeah, Lucy, he's yeah, like oh, Lucy. okay cool. <laughs> yeah by the way uh, tell Pat Oswalt he he's he's showing up you know. Wrap Pat Oswalt back up. Oh my God! I have never wanted to punch Homelander more than when he was like, "Hey, um, your uh -huh. vest broke <laughs> and your gill is out. Like that's disgusting." I wanted to be Cover like, "You're a dickwad and have Cover a micro penis. Go fuck yeah. yourself." Shit up, bestie. So, right? It, it was it was so fucked up, especially since he had this "be one with your body" thing. 
Uh, yeah, so, like, like epiphany where like I'm yeah. good with this and then this guy like the first thing he does is call him out and you're like what yeah, like, you can literally that? see him crumbling physically and emotionally for that because everybody looks up to Homelander he's like the leader and like the you know the father figure of the group because he's been doing it so long and I love that that gets addressed with Stormfront uh, towards the end of this episode because as they're chasing everybody you know uh, as before they go into the storm drain they're like, okay, you guys go this way, you go this way. Uh, you're going to stay and hang out here because, you know, you're still not one of us. You fucked up and blah, blah, blah. And we have to keep you out of this a little bit, the deep. And then he goes, when you catch him, he's mine. And it's like, mm -hmm. bitch, you don't get to eat the, the choice cut of a hunt that you don't tackle. Yeah, like, of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. so then yeah. when they finally, when Stormfront finally catch, catches up with him and like destroys a tenement, um, and then kills him, and Homelander shows up and is just like, I thought I said he was mine. And she goes, you snooze, you lose, Grandpa, and, like, yeah. walks off, and I'm like... Yeah, let's, let's, get, let's, get, let's get into that. Let's get into that, because obviously they're on this this chase for the boys, and Kimiko's brother does some real super, like, Magneto X-Men shit with the rocks and gets the fuck out of there. Uh, bails them out, actually. Bails, bails them the fuck out. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. absolutely. And Instantly, uh, Stormfront shows up, and that is when you start to see who she is. Because the entire time, Stor uh, 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 Starlight is looking up to her, like, "Oh man, she can speak for herself. She's a free bird. She, you know, she can she can speak whatever her mind is." But now you start to see her in action, and you're seeing the way that she is hunting down Kimiko. And uh, uh, is his name Kimchi? I don't want to call him Kimchi. Kenji. 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 Yeah. Hunting down Kenji. And going through that apartment complex, and you see she's murdering everyone in her way through the for no window. reason, no, for reason. no reason, collateral, dude. That's why when she says there's a lot of collateral, I'm like, tell me about it. Because again, I mean, we were, we've been recording for an hour. I had just an hour and ten minutes. I just finished this episode, and I was like, what the hell, man? I'm like, it's so insane. The ending of this, uh, the of the uh, third episode. Cause at first I loved, I liked the first episode. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I, I thought it was gonna be a little bit more. I felt like it was a little bit like, hey, this is where, like, it, it was a little filler. Then second, but this one was just like, boom. There's a reason why we only got up to the third episode. Cause now everybody's gonna be like, I need next Friday to come now. You know? So what? So so Jada, what was your thoughts when she's going through the the, the complex? Like walk us through that. Like walk immediately. Us through immediately dude i was like all right i thought this was going to be a completely different character i'm like you can tell as she's going through there and she's just going through everybody i'm like oh no 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 she's a villain like she's here to like kick ass takes an a she is not to be fucked with and seeing her power i still again love her i loved her character from episode one i love her now even though you know questionable ending with her and all that but um for me, just seeing her just go through everybody, like literally my jaw dropped. I was like, oh my God, I was completely wrong about her. And I'm like, and I'm going to, again, I'm probably going to hate her, you know, going into these episodes, but this was awesome. Loved it. Broke my heart. Not going to lie to you. Um, so you thought she was going to be a good So you yeah, thought she was really going to be a good guy. I thought she was going to be like the... Uh, what what uh what Maeve couldn't be you know how Maeve has been like kind of like stepped back a little even though she wants to do more good but she's been I'm like oh she's gonna be the one that put puts them in the forefront type shit you know um yeah I'm glad that you're on the show today because I'm, we need someone who's completely in denial 
because, <laughs> because the entire time she was there, they were talking about super villains. And I'm like, I don't like this girl. I'm like, there's something about this girl that just ain't right. And when she was doing that, like when she came in and obviously dad, whatever that shit happens and the dad is killed and she looks at the brother and it's like, boom, you're dead too. I instantly was like, my thoughts were instantly clarified. I was like, that's exactly who I thought you was going to be. Oh. And then everyone, boom, boom, boom. Gone, gone. And then yep. she finally meets up with the brother. They have an ultimate battle. Chris, you seem excited to talk about it. You seem excited to talk about this battle on the rooftop. Walk us through it. They're like, she like grabs the brother <laughs> and like about to snap his neck. He's like, look at me because I want to see the light go out in your eyes. And then just breaks his hands completely in half. And then snaps his neck and goes, calls him a fucking yellow bastard. Like, racist as fuck, racist, too. She's just like, going through that tenant, just lightning, like, all these families of lightning out of her hands, like, basically the story character. And she's just like, and then at the end was the best part, too, when, like, they're at the little celebration ceremony thing, and they're, like, bots doing their thing, and she's on the mic, and Homeland is just sitting in the corner, like, fuck you, bitch, because she's, like, she's getting the spotlight. Like, she's just so pissed. He was hot. He was hot. He was so <laughs> He was so pouty, but it, it just, her presence was so abrupt and so wonderful. And she's literally like the first time we see Stormfront, she's walking through a filming of, of a commercial or a PSA or something. And, and she's, she's on Facebook live being like, by the way, that soldier that they just think was like guy number three in CSI. And we're not even in, like, we're in, you know, whatever we're on a set. Like, look at this. And she's like showing everything and like putting everybody on blast going live. Oh that. my God. And so as soon as she like, as soon as she came on and was like, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm new. I'm, I'm part of the seven now. Yeah. And like, you just see yeah, Homelander like just like start to, his eye just starts to twitch from rage. <laughs> but like what nobody has addressed yet, who brought her in? Like who's no, pulling? It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, he literally said he did. He what? It was Giancarlo. He said he did. Yeah, he he literally told Homelander. Did, did he he's say like, he I did? brought her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he told him. He said it and then he said But Homelander was like, is, I didn't approve this. And he was like, well, But here's fuck the thing. You. Is he the one actually pulling the strings? And what is he trying to do? Like, what is the purpose for her being on the seven? Like, is he trying to destroy them because he doesn't like Homelander? And now that um uh, what's her name? Um uh, Madeline is gone. Now he can like really get under his skin and like get rid of him. Like I think so. this I is just I, I think what well, the way that they kind of set it up, I think that he was in charge of Madeline. Well, yeah, he like, was I think he was Madeline. He was he was supposed to be, but like yeah, did but he know about all the stupid shit that she was pulling? Like yeah. she had yeah, a I, lot of she had a lot of say over Homelander. And so now that she's gone, he can kind of regain control of Homelander a little bit by bringing in this girl who is now, you know, the next generation coming in. Cause like even Ashley was saying, you know, like, you know, the next person when they brought that guy in, the, the daredevil kid in. Oh Jesus. And, the, and, <laughs> and he was like, was and they were cool, like, man. they were like, yeah, like, because wicked. she's going to replace, she's going to replace, or he's going to replace, uh, you know, um, who's the I invisible guy. That. Translucent, and then you know, uh, this guy will like we'll bring in somebody like we need to bring in a female and like or maybe a minority. Oh, it'd be great if it could be a female minority, and then she shows up as a female minority and just busts everybody open. I I can't wait to see what they do with her character. Well, so it's so we're, we're transitioning over. Uh, we're transitioning over, and and the one one thing I wanted to say was, <laughs> you have you have Storm, 
I keep calling her Stormlander, but she's not. <laughs> uh, Stormfront? Stormfront. Uh, not Storm Drain, Stormfront. Uh, <laughs> she's doing her shit. And what other way to just make you hate someone even more? It's like It was like so obvious. Yeah, make them racist, too. Yeah. Just make them racist, too. Just, you know, at this point, just kitchen sink it. You know, just if you don't know she's a bad guy yet, nah, she's racist. Is she going to kill a kid in the next episode? Because that's Probably like the next step. Uh, she killed she killed an innocent family. So we're transitioning a little bit. I want to know, what are you guys' uh, thoughts or predictions uh, maybe for the season? Like, what do you think is going to happen at the end of the season? Uh, let's let's kind of put them out there now. Uh, well, Chris, let's, let's, oh, what's, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jader. Just one of the things we didn't touch on was uh, dir uh, Director Rayner, which is uh, Jennifer Esposito's character when she was figuring everything out. Yes. And just, oh, yeah. Floats. Who did that? Who do you think did that? Do you think it was another 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 super or was it was it um uh, like I don't feel like that was a uh it had to be somebody else. You get me? See, no, I think that was in her head. Oh, you she had like an head? implant? Yep. She had an implant yeah. because right before it happened, she had her nosebleed. Yeah. Oh, I didn't okay. know she had a, she had a nosebleed and they're like, Your nose is bleeding, and she's like, huh? Head oh. explodes. Bro, I did not see that shit coming. <laughs> I mean, if if you got shot in the head, your nose ain't gonna bleed first unless you just really have a dry, runny nose. But yeah. I think there was a reason for them showing that she had a nosebleed. I think yeah, she yeah. may have had an implant. I think that they're introducing a new character um, that's gonna be more of like a Stormfront kind of character, where like they just have like that manipulative, uh, that that ability to like manipulate pressure and like airwaves or sound waves, because like. Before, like, if you're if you have cranial pressure, your nose is gonna bleed, and so mm. the fact that her head exploded, like yeah, the best, yeah. the best thing about that whole scene was like the fact that Billy Butcher and Mother's Milk lost their effing minds and like were fucking scared. No, like, Butcher wasn't there. No, Butcher wasn't there. It was, it oh, was, it, was, it, was, it was it was Frenchie, yeah, Frenchie, it was Huey. Yeah. Frenchie yeah. and Huey and Mother's Milk. They were all just like, what the fuck, and like <laughs> ran <laughs> out of there. Oh, that's gonna explode. <laughs> Bizarre. I I like, honestly uh, that was one of the things. And another thing I was gonna ask is, since we're going, um, what do you think? Do you think that Deep might team up or might help the boys because of the way he was dismissed? That was my that was gonna be my prediction. We were gonna talk about predictions, and my yeah. prediction is I do see the Deep kind of making a turn, yeah. and by the end of the season, potentially helping or assisting the boys in their quest, uh, along with Starlight. Because I don't see Starlight staying with the team. I see yeah. her totally getting off the team and helping the boys out in a true capacity because I know that there's three issues with the series. So I think they may do three seasons. So if next season is the last season, in my opinion, it's going to be like an all-out war kind of season. But I don't see Starlight staying on board. I don't see the Deep staying on board. I also think the Deep is going to get killed at the end of the season. Uh, they're gonna, they're, they're they're, gonna get a lot of redeeming qualities for him. They're they're doing a lot yeah. of redemption for they're him. Where, him where like, they they are gonna martyr the shit out of the deep, and I don't know how I feel about that because it's like, yeah, I believe in you know that people get second chances, but like you're gonna love it because yeah, Pat I know Oswald I'm gonna love it. And I'm gonna going to be singing while it happens. Oh my god, I <laughs> more of that. I'm going to love I, it. I know I'm gonna cry, but I I do I do agree with you in the fact that like that they're both that both Starlight and the deep are gonna leave. Um, I I think that at one point Starlight is just gonna have to bitch slap Huey for continuing to lie to her. Like the, his whole time when he was like crying about like his second wave with her. And I was like, 
You just <laughs> lied to her, you stupid motherfucker. Stop right. he lying. Didn't even, he didn't even tell her like about the whole CIA thing. She's like, oh, did something yeah. happen? No, I swear yeah. to God, nothing happened. And she, like, and she was like, I know you've lied to me every day. And he goes, no, nothing's happened. I'm like, I think she lied because he was on the phone. I don't and they care. Just told him she to stop calling the fucking he was phone. Lying. She could tell he was lying because she was just like, okay, I'm going to go. Bye. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stop. Guys, so, I, this is just a PSA for all males. Guys, don't lie to females. We always fucking know. Just to own up to it, we'll be forgiving. If you lie to us and you keep lying to us, we're going to have your balls in a vice. Like, no, just stop fucking doing it. <laughs> Dude, I know. I'm like, stop oh, no. it. They'll bite it off like a Pippi Longstocking, or whatever her name is. Dude, Pippi Longstocking is a badass. I love it. Guys, there's an old movie. Go look it up, download it, torrent it, whatever, find it. It's so fucking good. Um, uh, yeah. So, 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 Jader, what are your thoughts and predictions for this season? It's kind of the same thing. Uh, I feel like the deep will be. Um, I think I Rachel kind of hit hit the nail on the head with the whole head explosion thing. I feel like there is going to be a super that's going to be just fucking doing just that, just uh, killing people. I feel like the deep will have because um, of the way they were all dismissive towards him. Um, well, and especially Homelander, I feel like the deep will turn. Um, and the same thing, I felt like he was going to die at the end of the season. That's that's the uh, big prediction. Chris? I feel, I feel like um, it's definitely something's going to come to a head at the end of the season. We're going to have, like you said, the next season, big battle between the boys, and they're going to have to fight Homelander, the team, that take the seven straight on eventually at the, towards the end, maybe. Do you um and, and my last question before we kind of head out of here uh and go grab a fresca. is what do you think the Rotten Tomato score is going to be on the seven movie that premieres obviously 2021 that they were advertising with Lynn Manuel Miranda playing the role of translucent? What do you think that Rotten Tomato score is going to be? Oh, by the way, scored by Hans Zimmer. Oh my god, that made me laugh so hard. So great, I, I thought it was great when Stormfront was like, Oh, and Homelander, lo and they're like, Homelander loves the script, and he why is he not here then? Like, where the where, fuck is he? Where, yeah, Dude, there's so, so many things about that character that I absolutely love, and just so many I just want to smash your head through a wall for. Um, I mean. Thank, my, my predictions for this season, by the way, not that you were asking. Um, oh, I, th I, th I thought you said them. I think I think Maeve is going to be the heart of this season because she has that storyline. She has that history with, with Homelander, which literally leads us to understand who he is and how possessive of the people in his life he is about how, you know, she once sat next to this guy and then the next uh, at an award ceremony and then the next day he ended up with his head in one room and his torso in another and the whole place was on fire. And it was of course, Homelander. Like he's very creepy, manipulative, possessive. And so I think that her storyline with her secret girlfriend, I think that that's going to come to the forefront. I think that she's going to step forward and be a huge um, uh, emotional turning point for the season. Um, I think that she and Starlight are going to get together at some point and like just blow up Vought, like not this, maybe physically, but like, just all their info is going to get spilled. Um, I don't, I, I hate to say it, but I think that either uh, Kamiko or Frenchie is not going to last the season. Um, just because you do need to have the stakes high for the boys. Um, and I, I'm going to cry if that happens because like, I love those characters so much. She's so darling and wonderful and he's just so lovely. 
Um, but I think what was oh sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Your predictions. your predictions just your, no, no, no. You're, you're nailing it yeah uh i yeah i i think i think that something's gonna happen to becca where she's gonna just i think something's gonna happen to the kid i think that he's gonna be presumed dead and she's gonna lose her mind and like start helping Vod again to get back uh, and i think that she's gonna blame billy will mclean is in the chat and he says a prediction mave is going to find out about homelander's son and will help them escape i can see that happening yeah. I think that's more Starlight. I think that's going to be Starlight's. I, I don't know because Starlight's very much on the like the political mission of yeah. like making sure that you know everybody knows about what Vod is doing and making sure that she's like the, the whistleblower for that. Whereas Maeve like knows all of the shit that Homelander's done and wants and has helped do with him. So I think that that's going to be that could be a redeeming quality for her um, to like kind of help make up for all the bad that she's done. Uh, because of him. So she's going to try and like help, you know, Becca and Homelander Jr. out and like just kind of make sure that they have a chance at a good life without him. I I mean, could you imagine if they kill off Homelander though? Oh, that'd be, that, that's I big. I don't, know if, they, oh. I don't know if they will. That's a big. Y'all obviously have not watched enough Eric Kripke shows because he kills people off that are huge left and fucking right. And I know, but Homelander, well. but Homelander is. is the guy that you would need for season three. Do I don't you, know. I do can see you, or is this, off. or is this new big bad that blows people's heads up going to be like the sure. one that ends all ends it all. And like what you think is the worst of the worst is actually the devil. You know, I don't know. All I'd know is if they kill uh snake eyes, Batman, I riot. I want to see his face. I'm sorry. I know you kind of saw up, it. But like, is that just is that is that just like the effects of the guy blowing up and him being yeah, that's what I thought. or it was like the effects of blowing him up? Or does he have like you know the Deadpool and syndrome sort of, skin where he's just like? That. I think it's that. I think that he can't be killed. Like I, or or like the yeah. yeah I, I don't. I, I just I, I want to know his backstory. I want to know the story about the Badly. guy who got his eardrums popped. But guys, thank you guys so much for watching. <laughs> This is the very first episode of the after show where we discuss the boys season two episodes one through three. We'll be back next week where we drop uh, facts and knowledge about episode four. Make sure you guys stay up to date on the show and check out everything we got going on in the Gucci verse. Uh, Rachel, where can people find you? You can find me right here at RM Silvestrini on Twitter and Instagram. Every Thursday, I put on a show called Movies, Music, and Mayhem. This coming week, I have uh, the sweetest Canadian ever, uh, Brendan Meyer, uh, competitor in the Schmodown, sweetest little boy. I adore him so much. So it's going to be really interesting to see him on my show because we swear and drink, and he's yeah, innocent and adorable. Yeah, um, yeah, and then I'll be here every week. Uh, so come back and hang out. And guys, uh, do yourself a favor. Go listen to all of Billy Joel. Uh, you get to listen to his music all throughout the show, but I mean, it's it's Billy Joel. He was my first concert, and I love him. So go uh, go watch the show and listen to Billy Joel. And uh, Jader, where can people find you out there on the interwebs? Infamous J thirteen on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, Jader Parama on Facebook. Uh, and you can find me right here. And then I have a weekly show as well, um, basically movie review and. Just shoot the shit with uh, friends, Schmodown personalities, what have you, whoever wants to come on that week. Uh, we did a Chadwick Boseman uh, episode yesterday, just in, you know, a memoriam uh, for him. I uh, thought it was a pretty good turnout. Janine, the machine was on. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, and then over here every week from now on until six, I mean, six weeks. There, yeah. there we go. And uh, Chris Hall. <laughs> 
You Love. can catch me on Twitter at the Chris Hall underscore and see me around in the Gucciverse producing shows and I'll be around here till the boys season two is over. Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you uh, so much for joining us. Remember, this is the Gucciverse. This is the boys after show. And uh, make sure you guys come back, you cunts. And if not, you know, fuck, fuck off. <laughs> Thanks guys so much for joining us.